come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethphage, at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say this, The Lord needs them, and he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Look, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt, and they put their cloaks on them, and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and were following were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? The crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. God, open us up this day that we, that we still might be surprised by you. Surprised by you, by your love, by the lessons of your life, and by the person of Jesus Christ. Amen. From that text that Brooks shared with us, when Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, who is this? The crowds were saying, this is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. And from that video we just watched, so did you find him? God is a woman, Mom, and she's got the most beautiful smile I've ever seen. Well, why are you in such a good mood? I just ate Twinkies in the park with God. He's much younger than I expected. When's the last time you were really surprised? Surprised. As in expecting one outcome, but then experiencing the opposite. Thinking a story was absolutely going to turn out one way, but then it takes an unexpected turn. Being convinced that the world is supposed to be like this, but actually it's more like that. I have a friend, a woman in her late 70s, who was widowed many years ago. She was convinced that she would be single for the rest of her life, live out her final days, yes, with loving adult children and grandchildren, but no more intimate love for her, until one day she ran into an old friend from her former school. He was widowed too. And then they fell deeply in love, and they got married a pair of septuagenarian smittens with each other, like 20-something lovebirds. They didn't see that coming. Of course not. It was a surprise. That's what makes a surprise a surprise. We don't see it coming. Like a little boy who tries to find God and meets a homeless woman in the park. Or that same woman who finds God in the guise of a sweet child who generously shares his Twinkies and apple juice. Surprise. I'd like to say that I love surprises, but the truth is, like many humans, I have a very mixed relationship with surprises. 
Because to be surprised, we have to let go of control in a way. And me, I'm often not so great at taking that risk to throw away the GPS or the Maps app on my phone and just take a road less traveled. Does anyone do that anymore? To reach out to someone that I've never met without Googling them first or to let go of some truth I am absolutely convinced of, but which might need to change. God is a curious little boy. God is a homeless woman living on the street. Really? I mean, I love surprises as long as I know exactly what is going to happen. (laughs) Surprise. Our Bible story, Jesus enters the city of Jerusalem in the week before Passover, the highest of high religious holidays, and the place is packed with pilgrims from all over the ancient Middle East. It's a powder keg waiting to blow. You see, Jerusalem is occupied by Rome, and they don't like surprises at all. Rome wants these pesky Hebrews to stay in their place, to just pay their taxes and keep quiet. But the Jews seek a Messiah, a deliverer, a warrior soldier king to rescue them from Rome, to take no prisoners. Think Arnold Schwarzenegger, Iron Man, or a general surrounded by tanks and missiles and bombs. And then there's Jesus coming in the distance, and he's the Messiah, maybe. But where's his big black limo, the Secret Service? Where's the police escort? Why isn't the band playing Hail to the Chief? Instead of a warrior king, we've got a scruffy peasant from the sticks riding on a smelly old donkey. And Jesus' followers, they're widows and the elderly and children and the sick and tax collectors and homeless folks and the poor. Is that what you call a liberating army? Where are the swords and the chariots? How is that guy going to change the world? Good luck with that. Surprise. Friends, we know this story, and we know how Christ's story turns out next Easter Sunday, right? But imagine that you are living in Jerusalem then, that you are sick and tired of Rome pushing you and your family around, that you are sick and tired of the threat of violence at the hands of some Roman soldier, that you are sick and tired of corrupt religious leaders who are in the back pocket of Rome, and you have been praying for a Messiah. And then there's Jesus on a donkey. Surprise. But this is our God, my friends, our God of surprises, who shows up in our world in unexpected, surprising ways. Just when we think we've got God pegged and predictable, just when we think we know exactly who we think God is, God surprises us. A few Sunday nights ago at confirmation class, we invited a Jew, a Muslim, 
and a Roman Catholic to come and speak to us about their religion and faith practices, to teach us about other religions and faiths other than our own. A man named Mahmoud Jaffrey came to that class, and he spoke of his life. Mahmoud is a good friend of mine. He's a Shia Muslim. He helped to start a mosque in Hopkinton. He's the owner of Dover Rug, and he's someone I've come to know and deeply respect as my friend. At the end of his story, he gave me something and asked me to give it to our church as a sign of his mosque's connection to Pilgrim Church, a thank you for being invited here. And this is what he gave us. A beautiful prayer rug. I would invite you to come up and see it after worship. So I'm sitting there, and he gives us the rug. You ever, like, been given a gift, like, that's too big, too over? I didn't know what to say. So I just said, thank you. Because it was so kind, and it was so gracious. And it was so unexpected. I'm the one who was supposed to show him hospitality. And he brought the gift. And then I thought, well, he and I aren't supposed to be friends, right? He's a Muslim, and I'm a Christian. He's got one skin color, and I've got another. He's an immigrant, and I'm native-born. He's a Pakistani, and I'm Irish. Talk about an odd couple. Surprise. Surprise. God in our Muslim neighbor, like Mahmoud. God in a little boy offering Twinkies to a hungry stranger. God in a woman who sleeps at night on the Boston Common. God in a humble teacher and prophet 2,000 years ago who changed the world forever and did so riding on the back of a donkey. Surprise. Let all God's people be surprised then and now and always and say, Amen. Amen.